HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Radio Network. Welcome to Cheap Date. I'm Kathy Irwin, your host. And it's a balmy November afternoon here in Bushwick at Roberta's Pizza. Um, today's show is brought to you by Fairy Market. Um, check them out at www.fairymarket.com, like no other market. And today, I'm really excited because uh, we have some really cool guests. Three of them, to be exact. Full house. So, um... If anyone has looked at Huffington Post, the green section, you might not know that the entire site is kind of manned, operated, edited, and a lot of it written by this 26-year-old intrepid reporter who's looking so innocent, sitting across from me right now, Catherine Goldstein. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Cool. So Catherine recently concepted this amazing piece. It was very much talked about, and um, it was all about... (laughs) Hot young farmers choose the best. It was like a voting thing where you get to take a look at pictures from organic farmers, and uh, two of those guys are actually here today. So um, we have Annie Novak, who's a great um, teacher, farmer. She teaches at um, New York Botanical Gardens. She has a workshop called Growing Chef and growingchefs.org. Check it out. She's also one half of the Eagle Street Rooftop Farms Project. Yes. Thanks for having me, Kathy. It's a sure. good afternoon to be here. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming. I'm a little out of breath because I just biked here like two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So actually, Annie's actually number one on the list of hot farmers. So Yeah. Odd, oh. odd and amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've declared her the official winner of the first uh, hot farmer. It's done. It's done. Did we get a crown? Because <laughs> I'm still voting. <laughs> we'll find out how you feel about that in a, in a few. And finally, we have uh, a guest who um, I'm not at all awkward about having on the show today right now. Uh, (laughs) He's actually the director of agriculture from uh, Queens County Farm Museum in Queens, the only working farm, the oldest working farm in New York City proper, and uh, is actually someone who I used to date cheaply, (laughs) of course. (laughs) So thanks so much for being here, Michael Grady-Robertson. It's my my pleasure, Kathy. It's nice to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) You knew that was going to happen. <laughs> so 
so, you know, I thought that would set the tone for everything's all in the open now. We're all friends. Uh, so let's talk. So, Catherine, why did you write, why did you come up with that piece? Um, well, I think farmers are completely awesome. And I think maybe my alter ego wants to be a farmer. Um, and so I just, uh, I love farmers and I want to celebrate them and celebrate all the great things they're doing. And I think the best way to do that in media is to um, make something sexy. So I... <laughs> That, uh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> uh, sexy. <laughs> yeah, very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the idea is just that if people are excited about growing food and the promise of what farming can bring, then um, and they think they can, you know, be on a in a pinup sort of setting pinup setting well almost so you far we haven't work gotten your photography next <laughs> yeah. for the next piece i don't know if any of those were pinup worthy but well maybe not pinup setting <laughs> but they can be uh celebrated uh for their beauty throughout the internet maybe more people will want to be farmers do you think this is a new thing that yeah that farmers they're more and more young of young ones and there's actually more and more attractive ones do you think that's a new thing or has it always been that way and we're just now starting to celebrate that and talk about that I haven't done uh, an empirical study on it, but I think that actually, um, I do think that young people are getting more and more interested in farming. I've read a lot of right. different articles that are indicating people, you know, a, a lot of times people who maybe would have gone into other fields, who've graduated from college, want to do organic farming because they see it as um, not only having, you know, as a career choice, but also having political and social benefits. Right. So, What about you guys? You guys have been farming for quite a while. Um, a decade at least, right? Just because shy of a decade. Just I've been shy of a decade. Involved in agriculture for about seven years. Right. Well, college. that's like half your life because you're so young, right? So, <laughs> yes. The ripe old age of fourteen. So, so do you think that there's a lot more? There were always young farmers. or always. I do. I think. I think farmers heroes? have always been sexy. First of all, because farming is a profession that's about um, self self sustenance. It's about people who have an independent lifestyle, um, who curate and steward land, and um, and I can't think of anything more sexy than that kind of confidence um and uh in particular i think what's different now about young farmers is that you mentioned it it's the, the college educated part i think mm -hmm. a lot of folks we kind of missed a generation there were like one or two generations of people who grew up in farming families and sort of left that um and now we're getting i don't know like the boomerang back of young farmers but there have always been young farmers i think they've always been really hot you know great cheekbones right and it's also it shows that they're healthy let's sure you know yeah people, farmers, people eat well they eat well they work that, you know? in the yeah. fields do some physical exercise yeah but the the bar was set so low i feel like for attractiveness <laughs> in regards to farmers i feel like farmers are no more on average less attractive than anyone else and i think all the farmers that got started 50 years ago were really hot, but there weren't a lot of farmers, new farmers coming, you know, for 30 years <laughs> or so. It skipped a generation. So the image and the public image of farmers are these uh, old. old, white, yeah. over, you know, overweight men on tractors. That's and, not hot. And <laughs> that's what brought me to farming. <laughs> so it is a new thing, I think. Yeah. It is kind of a new thing right now happening. Yeah, the demographics and show that there were a lot of farmers the average age of farmer was in their 50s right. or so and hopefully it's starting to shift a little bit and to know. Catherine's credit this is not the only article that's been about that i mean there's tons of people talking about young farmers like severin um who has a show here uh, called the green horns it's all about young farmers but um also there's a there's a few articles after Catherine's that mentioned this piece um 
And actually, one of them was in the New York Post, uh. and it was mostly a profile of Michael. <laughs> How do you feel about? And that one was like personal too—a two-page spread on the the fabulous Mi- Michael Gra- Grady Robertson. There was e- eating local was to, never so appealing. And it was in the entertainment section of all things. <laughs> I and think it was called it was called Hot for Farmer. I thought that was that was a milestone. I think. In yeah. I'm cross. I'm, yeah, crossed over. There's cross-cultural appeal. Did you have any idea that she was going to write it in such a No, such a I had way? no idea. And when I submitted the photograph to Catherine and re- for that piece, I intentionally chose one of the, the less sexy shots of me. <laughs> Maybe of my- sexy shots. <laughs> Catherine's like, thanks. I didn't want it to be about, I thought it was like... Maybe I, if you had chosen a better picture, you could have won. <laughs> I know. I didn't know. I didn't want it to be about a popularity contest to, in terms. You know, I mean, obviously that that was the idea. Mm-hmm. And then so I chose a, a photograph that I thought, oh, here, you know, showed me farming. And then just a week and a half later, this piece in the post came out, which they didn't tell me at all was going to be no that it was, was going to be a full yeah. page color shot with the action font and a photo of me. Uh, and I was not expecting that. Yeah, there were some questions at the end that actually touched on like the the I don't know trials and tribulations, the challenges of dating if you're a farmer. Uh, I know you guys don't actually live on the farm. Um, you guys commute to wherever you have to work, which I can imagine if you're a young farmer, you live there with the livestock and the people that you work with. Um, how do you date? I mean, just this what? is. I can speak a little bit to this okay. actually, because a lot of why I like urban agriculture. It's not just for the dating, but it's also like just like the the camaraderie mm-hmm. and the community that comes with that. And when I when I first started farming, and I was farming upstate, um, I worked with six other apprentices, and it does get a little intense. Like it's a small community to work with. Um, and so you date each other. Basically. <laughs> how, how many of the f- other six apprentices did you date during? Uh, no, none actually. It was uh, <laughs> so you didn't have it was part problem. of the trouble. <laughs> no, um, it is in Severn actually, and I have talked about this a little bit, and sort of in joke, but sort of seriousness. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a very, um, it, it can be remote. <laughs> okay, Michael, you sounded like you had more, um, more issues with that in that piece. Oh. There was like. <clears throat> People didn't like the, uh, the I don't know, stigma attached with being a farmer. Well, I can say I was an apprentice I, uh, as well mm-hmm. on a farm upstate. And um, it was, we were not able to separate the intensity of working together and living together from um, other things. So it can be really complicated. And so it's one of the reasons of getting out, like a single person out in the country. But how There's such a small time? pool of people like, to... You're out in to, the country. You're far from, like, town. <laughs> Well, I'm not, yeah. I'm interested in. Um, so both of you live in New York City. You're urban right. farmers. So how does how does the farming uh, aspect play into the the pickup line dating pool? You know, or do you feel pe- like people are interest more interested because you're farmers, or you, they think it's weird that you don't work in an office? Or I, I've dated some great people since uh, I since have moving a bone to, to, to pick city, about so. that piece. <laughs> I I should have printed that out. There is one quote in that piece that was like. Oh, you know, people don't like dating farmers. It hasn't got me anywhere. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Well, uh, except for you, you're the because you're the only person that I've dated since I, I had mo- I moved to the city. I haven't left my apartment since that article <laughs> came out. <laughs> you know, I'm sure okay. if you brought a copy with it to bars, it would, it would go over very very well. Look, right. but here's, here's what's interesting about that competition. Though, is the competition had it had 
me and I have a partner. It had Michelle Obama, who's married. And then it had it listed a bunch of farmers who, who were partners married. and a lot of wonderful partnerships, too. Most of the profiles were really interesting. So if you guys have a question, we're going to take a quick break. Call in at 718-497-2128 and chat with these guys. Okay, be right back. listening to Heritage Radio Network at Roberta's Pizza, brought to you by Fairway Market today. Um, if you want to call in, the number is 718-497-2128. And we're talking about hot farmers today with Annie Novak, Michael Gray Robertson, and Huffington Post Green Editor, Catherine Goldstein. So, um, talking about this piece about hot farmers, I think, by the way, that was Van Halen's hot for teacher. I think we just decided to have a cover band and change that to Hot for Farmer. How's that sound? I just decided that. Awesome. Good? Yeah, awesome. Okay. That song goes through my mind ever since that article came out. Really? All day long, I play that song. Well, you know, yeah, you're yeah, a teacher. You, you, you guys teach about farming, so you're a teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it rhymes. Farmer and teacher. Anyway. Okay. So, um, basically, how do you guys feel about being a sex symbol all of a sudden? Because that's like a new thing, right? It immediately right? changed my life. I woke up the next morning and was, was just a, a more Did vibrant, you? alive, radiant okay. person. Now, I know. Okay. I was actually a little nervous about how you might feel, Annie, because you're such a intelligent, hardworking, thoughtful. I mean, not that you aren't. In no, 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 no. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> wow. But you're also a woman. And, you know, that's, that's a little, it's challenging. You don't want to be probably known for your looks. You've been... That, that's not part of what you've been doing. Um, and there is the male gaze, at, you know, wherever you go. So how did you, are you cool with that? <laughs> no, that's a great question because um, this, one of the reasons this competition was really exciting to me is that you, that the people that were up at the top of it were all people that I, I mean, Michael included and Miss Obama, uh, were, were people that I really respect who I think like they're part of True. their sexiness is their confidence and their drive. And the reason these people were profiled wasn't because they were, amazingly Heidi Klum hot myself included in no way but uh because we were doing really great things and farming and agriculture is really important right now our country really needs people who are good farmers and thoughtful mm-hmm. farmers and um if this is the springboard 
towards being able to talk about that. Like, right. That's it was cool. a fun way of pro- portraying. It's super fun. Thing. It was yeah. a wonderful idea. It's a great competition. And I'm really excited about round two's winner, William von Rostenberg, because he's not only dead sexy, but he's an excellent, excellent farmer. Oh, wow. That's great. And do you think you'll do more pieces like that, Catherine? Yes. Yeah. Actually, um, part of the idea is that we want to give farmers a platform to talk about what they're doing. So the winner of the competition does actually get to blog for the Huffington Post. So we're waiting for Annie's blog. That's wonderful. Um, I can't wait to see what you write. So that's, that's one way to sort of get people excited about the issues Great. and then giving, pe- giving people them. a platform. Yeah. Great. And if we turn out to be beautiful and stupid and it ends up just being a stick figure drawing, I hope no one's disappointed. You know, <laughs> I, okay, Catherine can edit your stupid typos, but beyond that, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be really fascinating to hear How from. would you have felt, though, uh, Annie, if they had done a, a hot for farmer piece with a shot of of you like the they did of me i mean don't you think that would be have been perceived differently the post article you're referring yeah, to right that article is fascinating i have to say i'm i'm not i don't know if it's because i don't use the internet enough or what but i didn't realize that article had even happened until um my boss at the botanical gardens mailed to me and asked me why you were talking smack about me on the in the paper <laughs> and i said i didn't realize the article had come out um if they had done that i think <laughs> It's a wonderful article. Um, if they if they had done that, I think again, it's it's sort of like in some ways, all publicity is good publicity, and you know, the post is the post. You know. Speaking of that, <laughs> have you gotten a lot more visitors to Queens Farm, Michael? After that, looking for you running around on a tractor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, there were there were actually. I was working. The I visited, stand. and I never had before. Right. So. Yep, that's true. So it did, it brought some people out. I was working the farm stand the Friday after that article came out. And uh, more than I had a couple of guys come up to the at the no actually at the farm itself, and so I had guys come up to the farm stand, and I was selling vegetables, and they were asking, they were like, so you know, I just read about your uh, the farm and the post, and uh, it's I'm not here because of you, you know, it's not like that, not like I came because I don't care, you're a sexy farmer and all that kind of (laughs) stuff, and I was like, not exactly the kind of attention uh, (laughs) or one would expect. Yikes. So maybe there's some negative connotations, maybe some negative repercussions, I mean, uh, coming back your way? No? No, I Good. I mean, okay. I've been, uh, the only thing I was really nervous about, to be quite honest, is that <laughs> President Obama's wife would be upset that she hadn't won, but hey, what can I say? <laughs> I haven't heard from her. <laughs> and also just um, for both of the slideshows, we've in, we've do, we do both men and women together, so we try, I which is on purpose because I like, I like it, the idea of mixing it up rather than hottest women and hottest men, so we like That'd to... That'd be a little creepy. Yeah. I, I felt better. I mean, I was in fourth place overall, but I actually separated into a men's division and a win, women's division <laughs> so that I felt like I could you take second place. second place. So I'm second place, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, then... <laughs> Wow. We got to have like some grand ceremony here afterwards. <laughs> Can we crown them with alfalfa? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, bad idea. What were you talking about beekeepers? Is that a new... Oh, so um, hot... I, I've been totally thrilled with the positive response to the hot farmers. And we're going to... Um, an LA Times writer actually uh, came up with the term... I think she, I think she came up with the term. Uh, I hadn't heard it before. Agrahati. So I'm gonna keep. Oh, no. Can we keep working so on that? Amazing. Uh, so <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm sort of. I, I, I'm pretty happy with Agrahati. I'm promoting it throughout the media. Heritage Radio Network. The coinage of Al- Agrahati. Agrahati. So I'm I'm hoping to do a bunch more Agrahati slideshows um, of various of various kinds. I'd like to do one that focuses. Ex- um, specifically on urban farmers, but I've already used you know two great urban farmers who right here. So I've got to find more urban okay. farmers, 
And then I'm thinking... Um, if you're an urban farmer, talk to... HuffPostGreen at yeah. HuffingtonPost.com. Send in your pictures. Also, I'm looking for hot beekeepers. Um, I'd like, you know, HuffPostGreen at HuffingtonPost.com. You can send in your pictures. And um, Now, beekeeping is still illegal in New York City. Um, yeah, and so this is... Well, this isn't um, just for New York City. This would be a national or international uh, opportunity, but... Um, it is still it is still illegal in New York City, which is a it's terrible a really shame. Challenge. You know, yeah. I keep seeing um, there's been tons of like great campaigns, especially by Just Food, to try to legalize beekeeping and also celebrate it. And nobody's like, you know, I don't see any police cracking down on these beekeeping celebration, um, you know, fundraisers and so forth. But I, I'm curious, do you guys know anything about the progress? I know David Yasky was doing a wonderful job politically trying to overturn mm-hmm. that. I th- it's one word it's the venomous insects part of that law but um so far no success from his end um, because he lost (laughs) and if if you all have ideas for other uh for other agra hottie slideshows i'm all ears there's something extra hot about doing something illegal right i just i just thought that'd be fun (laughs) to mention so um uh, okay so back to square one we only have a few more minutes so if there's anything upcoming that you're working on guys lately um we talked a bit about you, Catherine, but Annie, now that the rooftop farms is kind of cover cropping for the season? You know, Eagle Street Rooftop Farm actually has one more market left this year. It's the November 22nd Sunday market. It's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And if you're around and you want to come out, we're on Eagle Street at the uh, where Franklin intersects with Eagle. And it'll be from 10 in the morning till probably about 4.30 or 5. And we're going to be selling all the veggies that are left. We're doing an nasturtium pasta that should be delicious. And um, hopefully, if they're ready, we're going to have these really cool t-shirts finally and every single dollar in that sale is going to go towards seed stock for next year so it's super important if you oh, have a chance to great. come out cool mm-hmm. and Annie's going to be wearing a banner that says miss <laughs> i think <laughs> i think <laughs> Catherine knows me a tiara i, <laughs> I gotta come up with something really good <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. i don't know <laughs> and how's everything going at queen's farm michael great we're going to be going all year round selling um at the green market on fridays at union square and <clears throat> will you be there no <laughs> some days I, uh. some days i'll be there and some days some days I'll be there on the farm, and some days I'll be doing, you know, media and uh, television, <laughs> and more radio. Do, do you have a press person like yet, that. Michael? <laughs> Didn't talk to my agent. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here today, and let's go have lunch. Thank you, Kathy. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, see lot. you next week. We're going to actually have newlyweds Tom Island and Annalise Griffin here. So, see you next week.